we closed a 60 million round of financing that brought in some of the world's largest users of energy in industry. Today on the show, I'm happy to have John O'Donnell. He's the CEO of Rondo. They help create low cost, zero emission industrial heat and power. So you were saying the last couple businesses, like the industry shifted so quickly in the costs of these products that it made the businesses null and void. What's different now with Rondo that's going to bring you to those heights? Yeah, thank you. Great question. The, over the last 15 years now, been working on how do we deliver clean energy at the same or lower cost than carbon-based energy for, and working specifically on the single largest portion of world energy use is industry. Three quarters of that is heat. People have said it's the hard to decarbonize thing. And I worked previously, we built two companies previously that made steam directly from sunshine with mirrors and pipes. And when I started the first one of those things, PV solar was eight to $15 a watt. And we thought we could be about four. By the time we sold that company, we knew we were about four, but so was PV. Found, worked with another founding team, started another company. We thought we could get to about 50 cents a watt, PV was four, and that we could really make heat economical. By the time that company wrapped up just a few years ago, yeah, we built more than half of all the solar industrial heat in the world. And we did get to about 50 cents a watt, but PV got to about 45. Those failures taught us a lot about, there were lots and lots of places where we weren't quite economical. And the big hard problem was that wind and solar, solar, that kind of solar is intermittent. No one in their factory wants an intermittent source of heat. Just get out of my way. I need to run this thing and I turn it off once a year. And we struggled with, okay, how do you store heat? And looked at a lot of things and again, failed over 15 years looking at a lot of things. But starting with electricity, if the electricity is cheap enough, it's a whole new game. And when we started Rondo, we started with a clean sheet of paper. All right, we've been looking at how do you store heat? And we found that this thing that the steel industry figured out a little more than 200 years ago, those guys were not dumb. And they found this way of storing heat using really low cost brick. And we realized that, oh, we could use that as our storage media. If we could solve this other hard kind of physics problem, how do you heat brick uniformly? And we actually had sort of inspiration from the design of toasters. And we realized that we could use the same heating elements that are in your toaster. And so it was going back to first principles again and again, but trying to solve one problem. And it's just some of that, like at each moment in that history, if you had told me, oh, this failure will provide benefit in the future, I would have said, no, it, this is terrible. And a number of things came out of that. One was an understanding of market, but two, I get to work with some of the people I've been working with for 15 years and we've gotten to know each other. They're like, we've learned how to work together. And that journey together was as important in many ways as the market learnings were. Did you say you actually got a couple exits with these businesses that didn't necessarily work, but you were able to sell them? One of them, well, yes, one of them had an exit. One of them has gone through a restructuring and another team is restarting that one. Yes, 
they weren't great exits. Uh, one of them was we recognized that one of the, there's people talk about the valley of death, right? The, for venture back companies bringing a new technology, when it goes to scale, if you want anything to scale, especially in energy, you need to build giant infrastructure and that needs to, there's a ton of capital that wants to own clean energy infrastructure, but the technologies have to be proven. And how does a new company without a big balance sheet and a juvenile technology cross to be able to use that kind of capital? In the first of those companies, the answer to that was sell the company to a company that has a large balance sheet that could guarantee it. In the second of those, we did not make it across that valley of death. Is that the strategy with this one as well? Is it to scale it to a certain point and get that exit so that somebody else can take it to the next level? Yeah, that's a great question. Actually, this time, some of those lessons, make sure the technology is dirt simple, make sure it can be bankable right away, work very hard to pick the right partners. And here, I'm really amazed to say we've been able to do that. We wound up finding from first principles, technologies that the world's been using for more than a century that independent engineers have written reports, they recognize that we're using those technologies so that internally we have a hundred year design life goal for this product. Okay, maybe, maybe we're wrong. Maybe it'll only be 40 year life. So how do we make sure that technology is bankable first? But second, how do we bring the right partners, the right financial partners, the right backers? And we wound up with a dream team between Bill Gates's Breakthrough Energy Ventures and energy impact partners as our lead investors, because they have the requisite 20 year focus, a deep understanding of energy, things that fundamentally disrupt energy take longer than the three year time horizon for a new AI platform or something. And having investors who get that and who understand those next pieces of the journey, that was really critical. And that's partly why it's led us to just recently, we closed a 60 million round of financing that brought in some of the world's largest users of energy in industry, the world's largest chemical company, a large, one of the world's largest mining and metals producers, one of the world's largest operators of uh, large scale data centers who are joining us on this journey to help us really shape exactly how are we going to serve these large markets, exactly what are the conditions to drive us across and provide the financial resources to drive us across that valley of death. Few questions from this one. How does one even get to the path where you can raise a $60 million round? And then also, how does one figure out how to get the big name investors in like you have? One part of the answer is have all your hair turn gray and fall out from a couple of companies ago, having a series C round where the lead investor changed their mind and you had to re-raise them. If the, Rondo is the sixth startup that I've done, and at least some of the earlier mistakes we didn't make, really, and, and uh, there are many answers to your question, right? From our standpoint, we're focusing on a giant transformative thing. And it is now, we understood some time ago that there really was going to be this technical answer that there was going to be that we were going to have the conditions because of what wind and solar were doing, where 
intermittent electricity is cheaper than just burning stuff. That changes everything. If you can create the bridge now so that you can, that's a, between how you, depending how you count, it's a two to $10 trillion market. And it's one that is just opening. We were fortunate. Again, I'm blessed with working with the smartest engineers I've ever worked with in my life and a certain kind of willingness to go back to first principles and really solve for speed. The, they say the best is the enemy of the good. If we can start and find a path for a good enough product that will bring us and let us get to scale right away, that experience actually let us sell a first for a cash, a first large storage unit before we did our series A and built a track record of executing and creating manufacturing capacity and work with some of these early customers and then really have enough understanding. So as how to align, how to create understanding and alignment with their needs, which is what led to bringing together a second round of financing with that was led by the strategics. As I it's a lot of things that we had hoped for came together, but a ton of it was bringing together the right team. Again, we have some of the most amazing business leadership in the company early. And again, that was not by accident. After six startups, what is your advice to new startup founders and entrepreneurs? You're doing something that will create enormous value in the world. You're, it's going to eat your life. I'll tell you one, one, one piece of advice somebody gave me because my third startup, your friend sent me an email saying the typical Silicon Valley CEO spends 70% of their time over the first five years of the company raising money. I sent back the email saying, that's ridiculous. It's not going to be nearly that much. Five years later, they sent me back my reply. <laughs> that particular year was the year that my hair all fell out and turned gray because I'd spend hundred percent of my time raising money after re-raising around. There is this challenge of recognize what that journey will be. Learn from people who have taken that journey, work on solving big problems. Uh, and the other thing that I say to everybody is every scientist, every engineer, every business person in the world should be working on the number one cat catastrophic risk that we face as a civilization which is climate. If you're not working on climate, why not? I think that's the, today, the meta matter and working on climate, look back at previous wars, world war two, I go like across the entire economy, all kinds of parts of the economy were wound up being part of the war effort. That's true on climate as well. There are thousands of things that need to be done, but there are several very big things that need to be done. And one of them is changing the energy infrastructure that we operate on. Yeah. If you're going to choose a business that consumes your life, you might as well solve climate problems. Indeed. So, so how would our listeners learn more about Rondo? Our website has a ton of material about us, about Rondo specifically as well. So make sure to check out Rondo.com. I'm your host, Chad Galecki with Failing Success. I want to thank you, John, for coming on the show today. Everybody make sure to smash that subscribe button and we'll see you next time. Thank you.